Become a member of the National At-Home Dad Network, an organization focused on providing advocacy, community, education, and support. Connecting with households where dad is the primary caregiver of the children. We do this through our webinar and podcast series, mental health support groups, regular online social events, as well as our annual convention. The National At-Home Dad Network is a 100% volunteer organization. Without the generous support of its members and the community around it, we would not be able to continue the work that we do. Becoming a member gives you access to past convention speaker presentations, the ability to vote for board members annually, and ensures that the organization's fees and bills are in positive standing. Oh yeah, it should not go unmentioned that there is some cool swag headed your way if you decide to become a member. For only $35 a year, your membership provides you with the exclusive content only we can generate, and you'll be supporting an organization that benefits families all around the country and world. By advocating for them, offering them community, providing education and guidance, and supporting them to grow in their parenthood journey. And one last thing, if you contribute $500 or more, you will become a lifetime member. Not only will you receive everything already mentioned, but also a certificate recognizing your status and an exclusive National At-Home Dad Network challenge coin with our trademark logo, Dads Don't Babysit. So what are you waiting for? Become a member today. Welcome to Home Dad Chat, brought to you by the National At-Home Dad Network. My name is Brock. My name is Danny. We are here to talk about life as stay-at-home dads. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. No, I don't want much. I even love handmade crafts made of macaroni. Come on now, you should know me. Sometimes I might eat too much. No worry about my weight. Got the dad bod rocking on me. Sketches on my feet. Cargo shorts look good on me. I'm a dad, that's what I do. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Uh, I honestly, I'm very surprised that I'm here right now. It's been quite the... Uh, quite the past few days and uh we'll talk about it um uh, and but i'm i'm glad that uh glad that you're listening and uh I'm, I'm really glad that i have uh danny to talk to and other guys uh within the network to be able to uh share just the craziness of life right danny yeah yeah <laughs> uh, i i do want to say too i, I definitely want to hear about what you've been going through and it's you know something we want to talk about but i want to say because you brought it up it's very important to have at least one person to talk to true and we've gone over this in the past and you'll hear it on podcasts all the time you'll hear it in men's groups all the time um have one person and it's a great idea just have one person cool how do i do that yep. you know and that's the second part of the equation i think it's very important to look into um and we could probably talk about that at another point but for anybody looking, um, the National at Home, at Home Dad Network is a great place to find community. And I'm not yes. trying to sell anybody anything. I just want to say it. Um, it's helped me more than I can say. And it's something I think we could all benefit from. Uh, at Home Dads, of course. Just dads in general, honestly. And but, men, and just yeah. men in general, too. I mean, it's like so many, so many guys tend to just shut everybody out. So... Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not healthy at all. And, and you hear the, 
you ask guys, what's, you know, what, who do you have to talk to? And a lot of guys will say, nobody, nobody will listen. Nobody wants to hear what I have to say. Nobody wants to listen to me whine. And sure, no one really wants to hear somebody whine on and on and on. It will get annoying, but they've been trained and taught and they've been brought up to think that their words don't have value if it has something to do with their heart or their emotions or their struggle, their stress. Yeah. And I think too, like it's that change of perspective too. Like it's not so much that you're whining, like it's, it's, it's like, it's a cry for help. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I think a lot of times, I don't know about you, but like you watch a lot of, if you watch a lot of movies that are involved, like with war and battle and things along those lines, like that just kind of grunt and like grimace and all the other things that are just like, I'm injured. (laughs) I need, Mm -hmm. I need some assistance kind of thing. Like those guys aren't whining. Those guys are trying to fight through all of the crap that they're dealing with to try to stay alive. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and honestly, like one of those things is just being able to have somebody to reach out to and be like, this is what's going on in my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and And it doesn't have anything big. It can be, I, you know, we, we make the joke about the shower being the argument simulator, (laughs) you know, and a lot of us, and I know I do, I talk to myself all the time. It's just, I talk, I can't help it. But I get in the shower and something that someone said or something that I thought I should have said or would have said or could have said, it just sit in there and just hash it out in the shower while you're, you know, you're, while you're doing, you're just soaking or whatever. And I will say, in my opinion, if, if you're having conversations like that in the shower, you would benefit from having a face to face with somebody that would just sit there and listen like the shower head does. Yeah. Just sit there and yeah, yeah, go ahead and be able to look and you go, God, yeah, I either, I know it, man. Yeah. I've, I've felt that too. Or I've seen that too, or just go, wow, that sucks. You know, cause a lot of what we do in life, there's no way for somebody to help or understand, or it's not that big a deal. It's just that one thing that really made you mad or stressed you out. And I just, if it's bothering someone, they should have someone to talk to about it, you know, yeah, definitely. in a perfect world. So, yeah, I mean, speaking that's- of. Yeah, speaking of. <laughs> What's bothering you, man? Oh, my gosh. You know, transition is always difficult in different ways, you know, whatever it is. And because I think in one side of it is like there's this excitement of it. There's the just all the energy involved in like a transition into a new thing. But the unknown just that whole side of it comes out of nowhere and brings so much stress and anxiety and like even some depression, honestly, like Mm -hmm. all those things are things that I have felt in like the past 72 hours. And it's just, it's just been like a freaking elephant sitting on my chest. Um, because you know, I've been stressed out about my new job and, you know, trying to do different things, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I've got my kids and my wife and just all of those things as well. And, and this past week, this past weekend also too, was like we were celebrating uh, my son turning 10 and, you know, having a birthday party for him and people around and stuff. And it's like trying to be happy for that and just enjoy that. But at the same time, like stressing out over it as well. And those, it just compounded It was like so much going on. And then you know, Sunday was just kind of a crazy day 
um, that didn't go well. Like, um, and so it was a lot of hands-on, like my, my wife wasn't feeling well. I was, mm-hmm. you know, taking care of everything, which is not unusual, but it's when it, when it comes out of, you know, left field, sometimes it catches you off guard and that was the case. So, so that was tough. Um, and, and during all this too, like I really hadn't had a chance to just like stop and talk to anybody. Like it just kept compounding. And so like, you know, it's just like that coil that just continues to get tighter and tighter. And on Monday I was just working from home and you know, it was like me and my wife in the, in the office doing our own individual things while the kids were at school and I could not concentrate to save my life. Like I was trying so difficult or so hard to concentrate. It was super difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and my heart was racing. <laughs> I literally like all those things from like anxiety, just all yeah. on top of me. And like, I would step away and then my, my mind would just take off racing in a thousand different directions about all the things mm-hmm. that I wasn't doing. Cause I was away from work and, like it was a combination of like my wife came out and was talking with me a little bit, just trying to get me to talk, honestly, which I think that's one of the things like for me, I would say like the first key thing is like, if you're somebody who sees somebody that's like dealing with something, just an initial like interaction where you can get that person to sort of like snap out just a little bit to get them to talk and communicate with you. And maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, not something where you're going to like be digging for like the heart of it, but just giving them an opportunity to even just speak. And that's what she did. Um, And it didn't really go very far, like, but it was like, this is where I'm at. Like, and that's pretty much all it was. It was like, got a lot of anxiety going on, like, Mm -hmm. you know, just feeling a lot of different stresses and and things. And uh, from there, like went back and kept working and later on in the evening she was like you need to get on with the guys like because i mean every monday i open up the dad lounge and a lot of times like i'll open it up and i won't be on immediately because you know mm-hmm. just getting the kids down and all that kind of stuff a lot of times yeah Cause she because she's because she's usually working later um here mm-hmm. at the house doing her stuff so um but she was like nope like i'll take care of the kids like go talk to them and and spend time hanging out with them or whatever and i knew i was gonna have a difficult time with it (laughs) like i was like okay i'll go talk to them or see what's gonna happen but at the same time i was like here i am with my computer like i i there are things that i need to get done as well so i got to try to figure out how to balance it and it was just nice to like hear the other guys like having conversations and every once in a while like i mean i was literally just like my video was on my microphone was on i really wasn't saying anything i told the guys that i wasn't having a good day at all i had already mentioned it in the slack dis- or in the discord channel that i was having a really really rough day mm-hmm. and they never they never came at me with any questions or anything they just let me be and i had conversations with them but i'll tell you like at the end of all of that I, don't, I was on there for i don't know maybe an hour or so and at the end of it like I got to laugh a little bit, you know, talk to the guys a little bit. And, you know, I also got some work done as well. And a lot of that anxiety went away, honestly. 
Uh, and it felt really, felt really nice. Like it was like, okay, like that the weight is not there as much, um, mm-hmm. which, which was really good. And so it was, I don't know. It was, it was really, and, and some of it came back a little bit today, but it wasn't as awful. Um, I will say that I was starting to feel like this weird, like depression thing, but I think that's due to the weather being crazy on me. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so that's kind of been my past 72 hours of, of dealing with it. Um, I'm just really tired now, like exhausted. I feel like I've been yeah. running and like, I actually passed out in the, on the sofa after like eating dinner. <laughs> it mm-hmm. was like, it's like, I can't keep my eyes open. <laughs> yeah. Just need a nap. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's what I did. I just fell asleep and took a nap for a little while and snored really loud. <laughs> and and you should. That's <laughs> it's so beneficial just to take a nap because yes. you have to recharge. And a lot of what we do, especially in this job, but also when we add another job to that, or we add our volunteer work or whatever else we might be doing, we're just draining. Yeah. You know? And yep anxiety, whether it's like clinical anxiety that has no trigger, nothing. It's just, you're suddenly anxious. The, the boss music suddenly starts playing for no good reason (laughs) or the, the very real anxiety of, I got things to do. I've got things to, I can't get there. I can't do this. I'm not able to, you know, take care of this problem. That problem's just building and we have to wait and see what happens, you know, when the balloon pops, so to speak. And that anxiety, because your heart's racing, you are a lot of times people hyperventilate when anxiety yep. hits them and you're like, you're running a mile. You just, <laughs> and then you're done. And then you have to take time to recharge from that. Just like you would, if you'd gone for a bike ride or gone for a long run or whatever. Yeah. That makes good sense. Well, and I tried to do, there's an exercise that I've done before that tends to help with me. And I've shared it with other guys too, especially like, I know like Arvis, um, he was talking to me about his boys about that they're having stresses and stuff. And I was like, Hey, like, you know, I'll take, if I've got time, I'll lay down and do it. But if I don't, like, I usually just put my, my hands like up on my chest and try to like push in and put some pressure on that mm-hmm. and just try to like hold that as much as I can. And a lot of times that alleviates it. However, I apparently mm-hmm. was over a threshold that was not alleviating. That. Yeah. Wasn't quite enough this time. Nope, it was not quite enough. It's kind of like that farmer. I think I told that story before. That farmer that uh, he uh, had a pacemaker, and uh, he usually would grab an electric fence to defibrillate himself when he was out in the field, and it didn't work one time, and he ended up in the hospital. <laughs> huh? Rightfully so. I don't know. I don't think that's the way I would do that. No. <laughs> but My still, son just... just brought me a mug of coffee. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, I'm actually drinking uh, water just because, uh, yeah, I've been feeling dehydrated. So The true and one and only actual adult drink, water. Water. <laughs> it is, because it's just once you get older, I'm like, yeah, I just need a, I need a bottle of water. Yeah. You want a beer? No. No, nah, I need water. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> what is what is true adult? <laughs> mm-hmm. Adult responsibility. What does it look like? Drinking lots of water. Drinking like, lots of water. It, it really does. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, and, so I, yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead. No, go ahead, man. No, I, I, I was just going to say, it's really good to hear that. Cause one of the things that I look at now is um, with stress in my life and things that go on emotionally. And I've had a lot of emotion, a lot of stuff to deal with. And I just personally have a lot of emotion. I'm a very emotional person. Right. And the stress that involved, that is involved with a lot of things we do as an at home dad, 
especially when your kids are young, you don't get a break. Your kids don't sleep. So you don't sleep. Yeah. Um, this time of year, if your kids get sick, it's very common for your kids get sick and you're going to get it yep. and you have to keep pushing forward. And then even when your kids get a little bit older, there's still so many things that they need that you're taking care of. And the one thing that I look at now is what's my support network? Mm-hmm. What do I have in place and what do I need? What do I need to add to, you know? Yeah. I miss, um, I miss my mom because I talk to her every week and I don't have her to talk to. And she was just a very, very open, very genuine person to talk to. And she would just listen and let you just get it all out. And if she had anything like advice or whatever, she would give it. But usually she's just there to tell you that she's sorry that you're suffering or sorry that you're hurting or hope that you get through whatever you're going through, being sick or whatever. But it changed the isolation that I felt into there's somebody else. Now, my mom was not an at-home mom. She didn't really understand, but she can look at a guy that's got four kids and just imagine, you know, what right. he's going through, right? <laughs> um, even with just one or two, it's still, it's just so draining. And I think everybody at least understands that. But having somebody to tell that, like you said, being able to sit in a room virtually or in, in you know, hopefully face-to-face someday, who knows? Um, but sit in a room with those guys from the dad lounge and they know you, they they have heard you talk and, and, and you have discussed things in the past and a lot of other things. And for you to just come in and sit quietly is not usual for you. And right. for them to recognize, yeah, what's going on with Brock? Well, he obviously needs a minute. You know, we or I read on Discord that he was, you know, he had a you know crappy day and it was stressful or he wasn't going to be, you know, so effervescent as he might normally be. <laughs> right. But you have that support network. Right. And my support network and your support net network have one very distinct similarity that I think people need to recognize is that you created yours. Yes. And I created mine. <laughs> there wasn't one. There was nothing out there. Right. And right. you didn't do it for yourself. I know you did it as an act for the community. Yeah. And I kind of did myself, but I needed a support network. I needed a support group a place to talk. So I just said, okay, if nobody else is doing this, I'm going to do it because I need it and you guys can come on or not. Um, but it's very important to say that, I think, because once you have it, it's very easy. You could talk about, oh, yeah, anybody could do this. But the reality of it is, is you had to go out and make it happen. Yeah. And you had to go out every week, now twice a week for a very long time. But every week you showed up to the call. You know, you started the lounge, you had it ready, you kept it going, and your consistency is what built that for you. So yeah, and it's been it's amazing not just laying there. Yeah, yeah. And it and it's been amazing to just see how that community has grown in in, in different ways. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, there's just the different guys that have come in. You get guys who I like the fact that we're starting to get some newer guys in after two years Mm -hmm. of this, like it's been really cool to see, um, you know, a handful of, of new guys jump in and see that, you know, they don't really have to do a whole lot. Like they can just come in and like talk or just sit there, whatever they want to do. And 
I feel like a lot of times, like anybody also too that comes in there and just like, I'm just going to sit and just watch. It doesn't take very long for them to get drawn into some yeah. sort of conversation. Say something. <laughs> yeah. Or people just get curious and are like, Hey, mm-hmm. like, who are you? You know, like, tell like, it's really cool. It's like, it's that, um, I, I feel like it's kind of goes back to that. How we are as kids on the playground type scenario. Like you mm-hmm. see a new person enter the playground. You're like, Hey, who's this person? I'm intrigued. Like, Mm-hmm. And and you don't even wait. You just like walk over and just start immediately conver- having a yeah. conversation with them. And so that part to me is really neat to see because I feel like that's probably one of the biggest hurdles in adulthood is having that interaction with yes. another adult. Yeah. So I I really appreciate that, honestly. Um, and and too like even so much to go outside of just not even the dad lounge, like in as far as created things like the local dads group that I have here, um, you know, being able to communicate with some of the local dads has been good. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten to the point where I've realized like as much as I love that group and that I got it started or whatever, I have done a horrible job, like really like keeping it active um, and I came to that realization also on Monday. <laughs> so okay. in the midst of that like piling on yourself, yeah, a little bit. But at the same time, too, I was like, OK, I've I have hit my breaking point. Like I have done everything that I feel that I can do to try to get people involved. It's time to just be completely transparent and put it all the cards out on the table. And I just. Mm-hmm. I just put a call out uh, on the group and just said, Hey, listen, like love the group created the group. I'm glad you guys are all in here, but if we want this group to continue and I feel like a lot of you have joined this group because you, you see that there's some kind of value in it. I Mm -hmm. need guys to step up and team up with me to set up like play date like park dates you know meet at the park yeah. go to the zoo Two go things. to the museum like if if you are a dad who is just you're here because you're trying to connect with other dads and other you know have your kids meet up with other kids like i need you to be more vocal i i need your help and it was great because i i i was like here's my cell phone number <laughs> you can call me you can dm me i don't care how you get in touch with me here's my email and uh i had three or four guys who, you know, within the next like couple of hours who messaged me, Hey, I, I really want to, I, I'd, I'd like to do that. I'd like to get involved. More. Yeah. And it was like, Oh my God, I waited so long to do this. <laughs> but at the same time too, it was like, okay, like I haven't had a chance yet to stop and like actually address it. I'm glad to see them. And I've told, and I've, I've messaged each one of them. I said, Hey, I will, I will be in touch with you soon type of deal. Uh, I want to see who else answers this call before we like formulate a group because i was like i really want us to get together in person or in a zoom call and just talk through some things but it's nice to see that that is coming uh to a place where it's like we're going to be able to do some stuff with the other dads Mm -hmm. um and i just feel like i've seen other city dads who have done that like they've been able to build that that part of a community um and it's like why what you know why can't i do this like i've got i've got all of the resources like let's make it happen kind of thing so that was that was exciting and at the same time just like ah uh, stress 
mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was good. It was like, it was weird how it like prompted me to do something, but uh, I don't know. It was, just, it was just a weird sensation to just, I felt like I was like, if I don't step through this and do this right now, like it's just going to eat me alive. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I was like, all right, fine. Like I just took my phone out and immediately just sent it out. I was like, okay, got that out of my head and was able mm-hmm. to move on to the next thing. Yeah. But yeah. So that, so that's, there you go. That's a little sliver of uh, mm-hmm. my life. So, but are you feeling, starting to feel like you're getting back on top of the, I think of a, of yeah. a, bear dancing on a ball in the circus you know <laughs> can that's, very i can visualize that yeah <laughs> yeah that's 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 the, the the most accurate description of my own you know hey, hey, hey and then juggle let's juggle here oh, here's some okay. bowling yeah, pins yeah. start juggling the bowling <laughs> pins or whatever you know um so are you feel like you're back in uh that you're you're getting on top or ahead of this this stress that you've been feeling or is it still kind of overwhelming i feel like i'm getting more like i don't want to say like in front of it but more in the driver's seat, I guess mm-hmm. is a way to put it. Yeah. Um, because I was able to get quite a bit done today and make a lot of things happen today and felt more, I don't know, just in control of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like too that at my workplace, like the the person that I work closest to, like I can talk to them about this and they're yeah they're great like that's another thing like <laughs> i've got a couple people actually it's like this is what's been going on and they're just mm-hmm. like come come sit down and just just hang out or whatever and so it's like yeah it's nice but yeah so i definitely feel like i'm i'm more in the driver's seat on it um you know i honestly like there was a point actually before i got on here a couple hours ago where i was like i'm gonna text danny and just be like nope i'm not i i'm not doing this tonight and I just was like, I just kept yeah. walking forward. I'm like, I'm not sending that text. Like, I'm not. But at the same time, I really want to. And I'm like, I know if I get on here and I start talking and, you know, have time to just spend some time with somebody else, you know, and, and share some things like it'll it'll feel better. And that and that's exactly the case. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it feels much nicer than just trying to sit and wallow in my pit. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. And it is a wallow. I yeah. mean, it's just, it's, you're just a buffalo laying on your back, scrubbing out a ditch that you can lay in. Mm-hmm. And that's what we as human beings, that's what we do. We just lay in it sometimes. And that's a necessary step. And then yeah. again, adulting, you got to get out. You got to stand up and you got to brush it off and you got to keep moving. Right. You know, so, which is the hard part of it, but very worthwhile. And I'm glad, I'm glad you're here tonight. Thanks. Um, yeah, I'm um, glad you're here in general too. But uh, <laughs> I'm glad you came on. No, but it's, I would have good. absolutely. I would in no way have argued with you if you'd said we're not going to do the podcast. I'm like, okay, all right, I'm going back to bed. I, I knew I, that. And I would have exactly... gone to bed immediately. <laughs> I would have. I would have told the. I would because Marnie. Marnie has knitting club on Tuesday nights, right? Right. And <laughs> I think it's knitting club, knitting circle, whatever it is. But they, she, she's leaving earlier and earlier. <laughs> right and it's like 5 30 and she's ready to you know i'm getting ready to she, she's i'm getting ready to go i'm gonna be leaving in a few minutes you need anything or whatever you know what do we do for dinner and i'm like tuesday nights you know dinner is Tacos. not on the table it's just whatever happens no i don't even do that anymore oh you don't do it anymore. Oh. sometimes i do but because <laughs> of to both of the older kids have things after school um the two younger kids always have something going on wednesday 
you know, that we need to deal with the night before, even if it's just sign some paperwork or something. Yep. And then the podcast. And I don't have the, the, unless I make like something in the crock pot, which a lot of times it is taco meat. I'm just going to say, go. hey. you know, or beans, beans and beans and meat in a taco, in a, in a taco. Um, that works. But yeah, I don't, I don't cook anymore. You know, um, I'm getting a cold. Uh, finally my, my kids have all been sick and they've all gotten better marnie's been sick and she's gotten better and now i'm like okay yeah okay i had been i went i went out the day and i'm like oh that's what i want to be here right yep. <laughs> it's like it goes well at least at least everybody's already over it you know so that i can take the time to just sleep because that's really what i need sleep and make some yep. soup and just take care of myself for a couple of days and i don't have to take care of anybody else there you go. You can have them take day, care of, and you, you can know. have them take care of you. When you yeah, well, my, <laughs> my little part. dude just brought me a cup of coffee. I That's love right. this. This is the I'm, best part, you know. This, when you get this to, is the investment. When you get to the <laughs> yeah, when you get to that point where your kids like can serve you in different ways, like mm -hmm. you're like, all right, we've hit a new level of parenting yeah. right now. Yeah. So I'm teaching them the responsibility of it, and yeah. you know, and I don't like. I don't send my kids just to get me stuff arbitrarily. I generally no, no. get all but my it's own a team, stuff. But, but it's a team effort kind of it thing. It is. Like, yeah. we're a team. So, yeah. And that's when they're very young, I always had the opportunity or took the opportunity to let them help me. Even though it's not actually helping when they're very young. You know, let's... Right. Let's, We've talked about that before. Help yeah. dad put the, the clothes <laughs> in the washing machine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One piece at a time. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, we'll be here for 45 minutes loading the washing machine, but it's encouraging them to be helpers. And now some a lot of times I still have to ask, especially the teenagers, they're they're wanting to be adults kind of and kind of venturing out and don't want to have to help me. But um, just sending them uh, send him a text before we got started. I said, hey, if you get a break with your homework and everything, um, go up and definitely get yourself something to eat. You need to re you know, recharge and whatever. And if you want to make me a cup of coffee, yeah, that's fine too. You know, <laughs> um, no pressure, but just, and he did. And I'm like, Oh, you're my favorite. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. That's funny. So, I love it. <laughs> yep, yep. But yeah. No, I mean, I, that's, that's one of the things that, you know, I get a lot of, you get a lot of dads who are like, does this ever end and it's like you know enjoy it when they're mm -hmm. small like there are quite a few things to enjoy but yeah i mean it definitely does change and you know yeah if, if you had told me to enjoy it when i had two kids in diapers i'd have choked you yeah see i'm just gonna put it out there there was no enjoying it <laughs> it was just day after day after day slogging through the mud and the poop until you finally get out of it but you do get out of it as you yes. know yeah and i know but if you're in it, and I know we have a lot of dads that are just right in the middle of it, it does get better. It gets so much, but you actually get to sleep. It's crazy, I know, yeah. but you do get to sleep. See, most most dads hate me because I always tell everybody that my kids sleep in. Like, yeah, yeah, you should not tell people that, man. I turn that alarm clock off. I don't know yeah. why you would tell people that's just wrong. I just like to see everybody's. <laughs> I just like to see their face. <laughs> It's like to rub it in a little. Pretty much. I usually get flipped <laughs> off a lot of times when it comes down to yeah. or get I get told I'm number one, so I'll take it every time. Yeah, that's it. That's it. No, <laughs> I um yeah. Yeah. I will say my do my kids do pretty good sleeping. And I wanted I actually wanted to talk tonight about sleeping if we I want to do a show on sleeping. Oh that's what yeah. I wanted. Because getting kids to go to bed, getting kids to nap 
getting kids to take quiet time once they grow out of naps because you need the sanity moment, mm-hmm. getting kids to after that just constant sleep deprivation of the first year and a half or so, um, getting them into a routine and teaching them what they need to know so that they can reliably get enough sleep so that they can wake up on their own on time and happy. Yeah. Because that's a lot of what now some of us turn out. We're not morning people. Doesn't matter when we wake up or how much sleep we had, we're not going to be happy in the morning. It's not a possibility for everybody, but training your kids so that they can get up in the morning you know, and they know their routine, going to bed routine, getting up in the morning routine are some of the most healthy things we can train our, our kids on, I believe. Definitely. Because they need to know how to settle themselves down to go to sleep. Because I know adults who doom scroll and I don't blame them at all. But if we kept those bedtime routines, like, okay, so now it's time. I'm going to turn a lot of the lights down. I'm going to get in my pajamas or I'm going to go take a shower, whatever. And then I'm going to lay in bed. I'm going to read one book, small book, or read a chapter of a regular book or what have you. And then it's put it down and go to sleep. Training ourselves to do that, right? I need it. I know Marnie needs it. She can't shut her brain off. And (laughs) i I don't that's, have as much. I don't Corey. need it as much. Corey's but yeah, the same way. Yeah. Marnie definitely needs it. And she's like, I don't know. I just woke up and just had to think for an hour. I'm like, I have never done that in my life. <laughs> I've, yeah. I've never, I'm just like, yeah. Well, the other, the other thing too is the waking up part. And it's interesting. Mm-hmm. The other day I was uh, scrolling through TikTok and I came across a, a lady who was uh, talking about how, you know, your alarm clock goes off and you hit the snooze button. And you go to back, you fall back to sleep. Now your body has already woken up to like hit that alarm. So when you hit the snooze button and then like 10 minutes later, you get like another alarm and you feel like total crap when you like hit it or whatever. She was explaining that that's because your, your body has gone back into another um, like cycle of sleep Mm -hmm. and she was saying that um, typically a cycle of sleep is somewhere between 75 and 90 minutes, like when you get into it. Um, and so, you know, you're like at that nine minute mark <laughs> and all of a sudden like it goes off and your body wakes up and you're like, oh, and so <laughs> she's like, enough. yeah. And so she's like, you know, when your alarm clock goes off the first time, like hit it and stay up, like sit up, you know, mm-hmm. like sit up in bed and just sort of like get yourself awake, start like, you know, stretching and moving and whatnot. But she's like, do not go back to sleep because it is actually more detrimental to just your morning Mm -hmm. um, when you do it. And I was like, you know, she makes a lot of sense. And I was like, (laughs) and so, so today I, um, my alarm clock went off and I, I, I like woke up and I immediately was like, I hit it. I'm like, I'm going to go back. No, I'm not going to go back to sleep. And I'm like, I sat up and I just started like kind of just doing some stretch. And like, I didn't want to get out of my nice cozy bed just yet. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like, you know, I sat up, kind of tried to get things going. Definitely had a lot, a lot better morning than I've had in the past. So I was like, there's something to be said by that. I feel like it, I don't know if she's back scientifically or anything like that, but Mm-hmm. By golly, I mean it seems to seems to work, and it makes sense too. I, I, I you know, just the the sleep cycle part of it. So, I I had shown it to Corey too, and she she didn't like that too much because she likes to hit her alarm like three different times. <laughs> yeah, 
that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so you're actually doing damage to your mornings. I don't care. Let me hit the snooze button. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm just letting you know the information that I learned. Right. Don't teach yeah. me anything new. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's too good. Oh, but yeah. So that, so that, uh, sleep is, I, I, I would like to do that. Yeah. I think we've had, had a couple people who have mentioned that they have sleep stuff, but if, mm-hmm. do you have somebody in mind we, already. No, no, it's probably just be us talking because oh, okay. we did about a year ago or we had lined up with a um, sleep counselor, I think is what yes. they were called. And she was going to help us come on the show and talk to us about sleep. And we know we need that. Um, she's pretty good at it from the reviews that she's had. Um, and I'll reach out to her again, but she couldn't make the show because she was having a baby. That's right. That's who that was. Baby, right? Yeah. I remember and then. I think after having her first baby, she didn't want to talk about sleep no. counseling anymore. No. Well, it's sort of <laughs> like. What I think is, oh, you, you, she just got really busy with a, a, a new kid and you do. And what I think in my mind, because I'm, I'm, I'm mischievous, let's say, or an asshole. I mean, look at it. But, um, <laughs> was she I a think, little crow? Is that what you're saying? So you finally <laughs> have a baby and you realize, wow, this is way harder than I thought it was. Because it is. You know, that's a lesson we all get, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I've had people say, oh, you know what, when I have, we're going to have a, a baby and it's going to be fine. If we want to go somewhere, we'll just pack them up. And I'm like, like what, roll them up in a little suitcase and go, what are you talking about? That is not <laughs> how babies work. Right. But they were very confident because they hadn't faced it yet as right. we often do as human beings. And then, yeah. And then six months later, it's like, I, I'm not going to make fun of you. Who's the who who was the uh woman who had like a Netflix series on um organization? Do you remember that person? Uh did Marie- things spark joy? That one? Uh, I don't know if that's it. Like I mean there's a I couple I don't remember her name right offhand. It like mm-hmm. I want to say it's like Marie or something. Yeah, yeah, like that. yeah. She's the the sparks joy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she just had kids. Like the whole yeah. time that she was doing that organizational thing, like Marie she would Kondo? make people feel like so much like feel so crappy for the way yeah. that they were living their lives unorganized. And she would come in and like do stuff. There has been like a story come out recently. She has, I think, two small children now. Mm-hmm. And or three. Basically, yeah. And basically has like come out and just said, I was wrong. (laughs) Like, and people were giving her tons and tons of shade about it. And uh, it's just funny. She's like, I was wrong, man. Like this is, this is uh, definitely harder, like that kind of thing. But it was just so funny. I saw those reports. Yeah. She has three kids. Yeah. Third kid. Yeah. And and at that time, and she's 38, right? So Yeah. So you, but, but it's really, it's, it's very telling because it, to me, every time I saw her, she was not really like down on people. It was like, does this spark joy? That was her tagline or whatever. Right. And it was really, you know, like, cause if you look around at all the clutter you've got in your life, does it make you joyful? Like I've got this goofy little, uh, it's like very big Dotson cup. Right. <laughs> and this was my mom's. Uh, yeah. And that's all, you know, she bought it. It's got a little Dotson on the inside, which always wigs me out. Cause I go to drink coffee and I think there's like a stain or something in there. <laughs> um, you know, um, but I keep it because it makes me happy to think of her, think yeah. of my mom. Right. And to think of how she liked Dotson's, which is ridiculous. Dotson's are dumbest dogs in the world, but anyway, um, but the reality of what she said was very, very true. You know, if you look at something, does it spark joy? And 
I reached a point way before three kids <laughs> that tidying up behind them all day long did not make me joyful. Having a clean, clean, neat, 100% house did not bring joy in my life yeah. because it was, it was just easier to be a little cluttered like the, the shoe pile. Right. And especially now we have a, a cubby for shoes I and mean, put your shoes in the shoe hole. It's, I've said that a million times and they still don't do it. You know, they well, I put my shoes near the, the shoe. Uh, no, <laughs> in the cubby. It's got your name on it. This is where your shoes go. I'm going to kill you, you know, because it's been a million times. Right. But I don't mind the clutter as much because I have, there's a lot of feet in this house. Right. Um, so having that, you know, because I looked at it, I'm like, well, what would make me happy? What level of clean would I feel I like this? And what level of clean is just below that? that I'm like, no, this is this is too much. And for me, clean floors, the ability to just walk through the house at any point to any place and not have to step over anything or step on anything or move something out of the way or to sweep, just to have clean floors has been the one thing that has kept me sane through the last five years at least. Nice. You know? And I can absolutely get with Marie Kondo going, yeah, 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 yeah. It's three kids. I'm not going to tidy up after him. And no, uh, I, I get what I can get and that's all I can get. And especially, <laughs> you know, approaching 40, as we both are aware, 40 is an age where you're, let's say you put up with a lot less in some ways, but you don't get upset about as much, you know, right. you, you don't have much room for the BS of other people, but at the same time, you're like, yeah, yeah, there's a yeah, there's grape jelly on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there is. What do you want? I'm It's just, no, maybe not that bad. But <laughs> The dog will but, get it. <laughs> the dog will get it. It's fine. That's why we have a dog. Dog, eat the jelly, you know. But you you do. You kind of let your hair down because the kids overwhelm you. And yeah. I guarantee that her house is cleaner and tidier than mine has ever been, even with just one kid, because she's very good at that. Or she just you has know. a really good housekeeper. So, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I've never been a great housekeeper and I've never had a housekeeper. So uh, you do what you can, right? Yep. That's all good, though. But yeah, no, I, I just thought that that was, that was funny. It's very funny. It's yeah. somebody who, you know, they're spending time. But anyway, um, you know, I, I think that we've uh, definitely touched on some things. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm getting I'm, I'm getting tired. Uh, <laughs> I'm definitely tired. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think we'll we'll call this a, call this a wrap, and uh, we'll be back next week with with a new show. So uh, until then, y'all have a great week. Good night, everybody. I'm a dad. That's what I do.